Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I'm James Seltzer with me, my man Jack Fritz. And uh, coming up in just a few minutes... We have a little guest action as we have Bob Nightingale from USA Today. He has been all over the Bryce Harper situation from the jump. We dive in. You're going to want to hear what he has to say because uh, I think it's going to make you feel good. We're going to get to that in a little bit first. Uh, Jackie. What's up, buddy? James, I legitimately think I'm going crazy. So I it know. has been a, Saturday, man. Not, it's all about Saturday. James, it's not even Saturday. I don't know if you I don't know if you've been on Twitter, but I've obviously I never leave Twitter for most of what, the day. What's Twitter? Is that a thing? Right. No, I mean you are, but you're not like I'm not like you. Right. That's so, very fair. Within the last twenty four hours, right? Mm-hmm. We have have you seen the MLB the show controversy? Oh, 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 oh. I've been very intrigued by the MLB the show thing. What are they doing? I, it seems like they're trying to break news. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> so, so so they tweet they tweet um last night they said cancel Saturday plans in relation to the Bryce Harper thing. And then Wait, you're missing one. There was one yesterday during the day where the Mark Feinstein report about momentum gaining for the Nash for Bryce Harper to go back to the Nationals, they quote tweeted it and put hashtag the lies we all tell ourselves. Yes. So there was that heading into cancel Saturday plans. We all know what's happening Saturday. Uh-huh. And the the uh the, the video link, today, right? Well, the, well, no, but the link to that that little mini video yesterday mm-hmm. on the cancel Saturday plans, it was it was dash Bryce Fanatic. Yeah, and then in it, wasn't there a, a, a 1776 reference well, no, somewhere today in there, too? Was a, today was a number better than 76, 
but I think that's in relation to Fallout. I don't know. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I'm going crazy. <laughs> also, real quick, though, like we're at the age where like it is conceivable that a video game could break the well, news. Well, he's on he's, the that's cover. That's the point. So that's the, what I'm saying. The, the, the whole plan of this whole entire thing was to have him uh, unleash the, the, the jersey on, on the, the cover, cover of Which makes the a show. ton of sense. So I'm going crazy with that. I'm also going crazy because if you go on the Phillies website and you try to make a customizable Harper 34 jersey, they don't let you do it. Ooh. They don't let you do it, Ooh. but you can do a Machado number eight jersey. Ooh! Which, like, if you so it's not like you can physically make it, but once you try to add it to the cart, it doesn't let you do it. First of all, I love that you did that. Well, I was, it was. I'm not going to take credit for it. It was, it was sent to me saying, well, "Try I this." I love whoever did that because that is that is some deep, deep oh, stuff. Oh my god! And I then, mean, it's one thing when everyone's like, "Oh, look who they're following on Instagram or whatever." Like everyone does that now. That's some next level stuff right there. It's crazy. And then, and then you have Kevin Matsuzuk. I don't know. How to yeah, say his I last know. Name. I know. And now, see, he's not always serious ever on Twitter, uh, but he's he was broken. serious like zero percent of the time. Almost. I know, but he's broke the Marco Murray to the Eagles story. He broke the Alshon Jeffrey story uh, to the Eagles two years ago, and. He's now saying that Bryce Harper's being silly. Like I want to be- listen. I w- I will believe anything. Like I am all in. Everyone's saying he's going to sign on Saturday. I, I the Saturday will be the outside of well maybe more important than marrying Jill. Saturday. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Jill's not I'm listening just right kidding. now. But Saturday is going to be like w- top the, five most important days of your life. The first report that comes out post Saturday is going to be oh, the most important man. document in human history. Oh God, I'm like. I can't even like I'm so ready for this. I'm all in on the MLB the show thing. I'm I'm totally I think it's real. It's gotta be. I mean, it's so aggressive. But if that's the thing is, it feels so over the top and so aggressive. I mean, that is like Mark Feinstein, who is a very well respected baseball reporter, puts out a report, a report saying momentum gaining for going back to the Nationals, and a video game is saying, "No, nah, this is BS. Sorry, it's a lie." Not true. I mean, it's crazy. We are in a crazy time right now, Jack, with this stuff. But that does all make sense, right? It makes sense. I feel like I'm the Charlie Day gif, where it's like- <laughs> You feel like you're a me gif? Yeah. Where you're just like- <laughs> In the mail, in the yeah. mail room. In the or like uh, Carrie Pepe and- Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. Yeah, Carrie and Homeland. All the same thing. Yeah. Like, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel you. It's amazing, though. This is, this is what we it's live for. It's a good for. crazy. It's a good crazy. I haven't focused on work in years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just literally- You I, can tell. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, people say that my my performance has been slacking around here <laughs> for years. Uh, but it is just it is wild. I am so excited for Saturday. My my body is ready for Saturday. Um, if they get if it comes out that he's oh. coming, I am gonna get so drunk <laughs> that I'm gonna be so happy. Like honestly. I, I don't care about the Eagles game on Sunday if they, if they sign Bryce Harper. Yeah. I do not care. Uh, I, I, it, is, it is secondary. I, I will agree it's secondary. I, I still care, but... Oh, I care. That, I think the afternoon show had a poll, which it was like, what do you want more, in a win on Sunday or Bryce Harper signing with the Phillies? And it was like 70% a win on Sunday. I was like, are you, people, are you people crazy? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like, I want to win on Sunday, too. But we're talking about the next, next decade of having Bryce Harper here. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. Like, even when I'm going to be watching the game, I'm going to be envisioning Bryce Harper at Citizens Bank Park. <sighs> it's, I, I want it so bad, Jack. I want it so desperately bad. I, I, I can't. It's one of those things where, and, and you and I have been very firm in this. We have said from the jump. I've been firm since last night. <laughs> that's good I didn't know. oh man um we have been very firm different kind of firm 
very firm about we think that Bryce Harper is coming to Philadelphia. We said it from the jump. We haven't wavered, even with all the BS out there. I still can't believe it's real. Like, even though I believe it's going to happen, even though I've believed it's going to happen for years now, I've been sitting at that, look ahead to the class, Bryce Harper's going to be a Philly. Until it happens, it's not real to me. me I too. need it to be real. Jeff. Me too. I completely agree with you. Um, but if and when, oh, if and when, <laughs> what a nerdy podcast this is! I love it. We're just like geeking out. It's great. Uh, it's gonna be great. And, and Bob Nightingale is gonna help us. Oh, geek yeah. out even more. yeah. We're gonna get to that in just one second, and we'll dive into the Machado stuff too because I feel like there's been a more intrigue around Machado as of late. More information coming out. Yeah. The Yankees may be out and all that type of stuff. Tell you what, I feel really bad for those Yankees fans. I didn't know they're what getting a tough cheap. Life, man. Didn't you know, know they're getting cheap. Hate you, to see it. Can you imagine? It must be real tough to be the Yankees. Um, all right, let's get to it because I think we've teased it enough. And and this whole the reason Jack and I sound so giddy right now is because we just spoke to Bob Nightingale. Yes. And you're gonna listen to it. Yes. So let's get to it. Here's Bob Nightingale. And it is our distinct pleasure. To welcome to the High Hopes podcast, baseball calmness from USA Today, and the man who has been all over all the over Bryce it. Harper situation this offseason, the man who has uh, many times gotten us excited. We're, we're waiting for that, that column to come out that, uh, that will finally put us over the top, but uh, the one, the only, Mr. Bob Nightingale joined us, joins us on the show. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Well, Bob, you've been all over this Bryce Harper situation from the beginning. Let's start, and obviously we'll get into Saturday. Big day, big meeting coming up. Philadelphia Phillies fans, basically it's the the biggest day of our life, a lot of us feel like. Bob, I haven't slept in days, honestly. (laughs) I haven't stopped thinking about it. It's all we can think about, Bob. But um, uh, let's go back uh, about a month and a half ago. uh, You kind of got the ball rolling for Phillies fans with an article that came out. We had you on the WIP Midday Show about it to discuss it. the, the basic premise of the, the article was, in your eyes, Bryce Harper to the Phillies, you can bank on it, I think was the terminology you used. Um, the last month and a half, two months since then, has anything kind of wavered you on that, that stance? It really hasn't. The only, the only thing that's come into effect since I wrote that column was the Nationals haven't gone away. At that time, the Nationals you know, said, hey, we offered $300 million. He turned it down. See you later. Uh, since that time, the Nationals have remained engaged uh, to what degree. You know, no one's really sure. That's the only difference. Uh, so they're, they're still in the uh, mix uh, in, in the Phillies and in the White Sox. And I think that, you know, the Phillies will blow away the White Sox in the other offer. And the Cubs and uh, the Cubs and Dodgers haven't stepped, you know, stepped forward with any offers. So I, I really think it comes down to Phillies and Nationals. And with the Nationals, Bob, I just – how are they going to make this work money-wise? That's the one thing I can't get past. I mean, Rendon's a free agent after next year. They, they already are paying a, a boatload of money to the, the starting staff. I just – like, how are they – how would they do this? They're, they're at the luxury tax, I think, today after the Dozier signing got them to $200 million. How would they finagle this? Yeah, let's say you just don't care, you know, about the uh, luxury tax. Mm-hmm. They've gone over it three straight years. Uh, this could be a fourth. So you're talking about a 50% penalty as well. Uh, if you send a guy like Harper, and they they would like to have uh, Rendon, so you're right. It'd just be a matter of being like the Red Sox a little bit, or the Yankees back in the day, where you just don't care about the money spent. Uh, that's the only way they could do it. But because you know, since he turned on that contract, you know, just looking this up this morning, they've uh, they've dropped 190 million dollars in, in free agent money. 
So, you know, I, I don't know how you do that and then sign Harper to 300 million plus. Bob, with those numbers that are put out there, where do you think the market is right now for Bryce Harper? Obviously, $300 billion was the offer. People have said the Nationals have pushed that offer potentially even further past that. What type of ballpark do you think the Phillies are looking at if they want to get this done? You know, I mean, I'm not sure they increased their offer. I think there was an annuity involved. Uh, there was The money was deferred. So it's probably worth anywhere between 250 and 284 uh, when you factor in everything else. Uh, so I would think for them to uh, you know, make sure the Nationals aren't involved, you got to go probably toward more toward the 350 mark. So I, I would think maybe you know, a 10-, uh, 12-year contract between 300 and 350 would, would be at least a starting point to get, you know, to, to get it done. Uh, you know, probably, probably 12 years. What, we've heard a lot about the Stanton contract, you know, the 13 years, $325 million, and, and Harper wanting to surpass that. How important is it to, to Bryce Harper, to Scott Boras, to, to Boris, to their group, how important it is uh, for them to get the highest, both AAV and also highest number of total no- dollars in a contract? Is that something that, that is imperative to them? Well, I mean, I think they'd like to have it, you know, for, for ego to set the... Uh, Standard in baseball. I mean, when Stanton signed that contract, he was even a free agent, so he didn't have open bidding like like Harper has. So I think they would view it as a little bit of uh, an embarrassment, considering how young he is and everything else. Uh, you know, more athletic. That yeah, that they'd have to take less than uh, Stanton, or you know, barely even more than what A Rod got in A Rod's contract. And you know, the original one was signed in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. So I think that part's more important. Like. Yeah, let's help out everybody else here. Uh, the union will be ecstatic. Sure, you got to get at least get over three hundred million. Scott, do you, or, uh, Bob, do you buy into any of the uh, he doesn't want to play here stuff with Bryce Harper? You know, the only thing I've heard is that there's been con- uh, concern just the way the families have been, you know, treated a little bit uh, at the ballpark uh, as visitors. You know, and you know the Phillies fans can be rough. Uh, so can you know fans everywhere for that matter. Yeah. So I think I think the one thing the Phillies have got to do when they go there Saturday is say you know what it's completely different you as a home player compared to you as a, as a visitor. Uh, you know you be beloved here. You're not going to get booed. Uh, you know no one's going to taunt the family in the stands. That sort of thing. You know maybe even say you know hey talk to uh, talk to guys talk you know talk to Chase Utley who played there all those years talk to. You know Jimmy Rollins, who made his home there. Maybe Jason uh, Worth. You know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I and mean, certainly Worth knows the area, and Worth and Harper are very close friends. And uh, you know, and and talk to uh, Cole Hamels, who still has a place there. You know that that sort of thing. So I, I think they just have to uh, kind of be there more eyes wide open than, than saying, okay, as a visitor, we have the best experience there. All right, Bob, well, you just mentioned it Saturday, the big meeting. We're, we're all just, you know, there are pictures of the Phillies boarding the plane on Twitter. I mean, everyone is losing their minds. What can you tell us? What can you tell us about Saturday? What's the, what, what do you know about this upcoming meeting? Well, it's the first time they've had Harper involved. You know, before it was uh, Boris talking to, uh, you know, the front office there, Andy McPhail and Matt Clintock. You know, now you have John Middleton there. It, it throws a whole different, you know, uh, raises his stakes considerably since he's the one signing the check and everything else. He does have a you know nice rapport with Scott Boris. 
And when the White Sox met, went, you know, with them uh, earlier, uh, and so did other teams, and Jerry Reinsdorf was not on that trip. He did not meet with the uh, with Harper. Um, so yeah. I, I think it really helps the fact that John Milton's there, and uh, and everybody that's you know involved in the decision will be there. I can't see them making an offer, you know, to Bryce Harper there, but I, but I would think they'd make one, you know, by Monday or Tuesday, and come, you know, both sides would come away. Hey, there's a real good chance of this happening, or it's not, or it's not going to. But you know, for for, for John Milton being on that trip, I think it's a a, a fabulous sign that they want to get this thing done. Do you think it's a good sign that uh, this is their second meeting with them? Like, how important do you think that is getting a second meeting? Like, they're progressing towards something? Well, I think the first one was just, you know, kind of, hey, where are you? You know, what kind of money are we talking about? That sort of thing. But I think the face-to-face of Harper, that's the big thing, you know, that they haven't had that yet. And if Harper wasn't considering, you know, Philadelphia, they weren't, you know, that serious about Harper, there's no way they would, uh, you know, spend an entire day together, which they plan to do. So I just think that I just think the fact that Harper's there. It was just a meeting uh, with Boris about Harper. Uh, I would say that's a bad sign. But the fact that Harper and his wife will be there and John Middleton, I think it's a great sign. Speaking of Middleton, uh, we've heard the whole stupid money thing and all that. And um, I, I think a lot of people in Philly, that that's kind of one of those – um, a risky thing to do if you're John Middleton in the sense that it does raise some expectations. Um, what has been your, your take on John Middleton during this process and how desperate is he to actually go out and pony up what it takes to make this happen? Yeah, I like him. I've got to know him a little bit over the uh, year at the, at the owners' meetings. And when he was the one who told me that, you know, that quote, hey, we're ready to spend some must, you know, stupid money we have to, you know, kind of like... <laughs> Uh, you know, laughing type of thing. But but I think the fact, you know, it's almost like when you're the Yankees, man, everybody loved George Steinberg. If the Phillies, you know, hey, you would love John Milton. You know, if he wants to uh, give him $500 million, $600 million, who cares? It's, just, it's his money. It's not the fans' money. So, uh, you know, you, you want your, your owner to be aggressive. You know, you want an owner that's tired of the rebuild movement and say, you know what, I was disgusted by what happened in September uh, I don't want to be on the playoffs anymore. I want to go this thing. I mean, even when you have your own president, Andy McPhail, as John Milton told me, saying, hey, you know, we still got, you know, years after this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go all in one mm-hmm. free agent winner. He kind of laughs it off, saying, well, you know, hey, I'm the owner. I'm going to do what I want to do. Good. Fact, <laughs> we're, we're all for that, Bob. <laughs> Sounds good to yeah, me, Bob. Because right. I'll tell you, a lot of people here in Philly were like, wait a minute. He said stupid money. This guy's saying they don't have to spend anything. What's going on, Bob? <laughs> yeah, and I think the only thing is, and, and we talked about this, that you do set yourself up for uh, expectation. Right. Uh, that if you don't get Harper or uh, Machado, then it's considered a failure. You know, I mean, you know, let's be honest. I mean, uh, Andrew McCutcheon's a nice player. You know, he's not nearly the same player as he was. And, so, you know, he's, he's nothing compared to uh, a Harper Machado. So, you know, Dave Roberts is a nice reliever, you know, on and on. But, yeah, I, I think it would be a huge disappointment in Philadelphia if you don't get one of those two guys. Oh, it'd be massive. It'd be massive. But also along those lines, is there anything that the players' agents use? Do they look at that and say, all right, John Middleton's willing to spend stupid money. We're going to take advantage of that. Does it work both ways? Oh, sure. I'm here in Detroit. You know, Scott Boris would always go to Mike Illich. And, uh, you know, they sign uh, Prince Fielder. Sure, yeah. All these, 
uh, guys. Uh, you know, Verlander got his money. So on and on. But yeah, the uh, the agents, Cabrera, you know, all that stuff. The, yeah, yeah, they just love the owners that will that will spend money. Uh, and it's you know, there's hardly any people like that anymore. You know, everybody's so worried about you know uh, the future and you know finances, and everything else. And the bottom line is, all these teams are making a, a killing. Yeah, I mean, all 30 teams they wanted to could afford Bryce Harper. It's just who want who wants to do it. And I think it's great for Philly fans that hey, our our owner wants to do it. We don't care. Uh, whereas in places like in L.A. and Chicago, you know, talking to people there, they're very disappointed, and frustrated. Like, wait a minute, now we have as much money as the Phillies, and how come we're not doing that? Yeah, Bob, and today you tweeted, um, which you can always follow Bob at B Nightingale on Twitter. Um, you mentioned how the White Sox have an approach two hundred million. Um, or he's been offered a contract of $200 million. That seems kind of light on Manny Machado. Do you think there's a window here where the Phillies could bring in both of these guys? I think it's possible. Uh, I think it'd be very interesting if it happened. I mean, improbable considering the money involved. But, you know, if you're the White Sox, you're thinking, uh, you know, same with the Phillies, too, on Machado. It's like, well, we're not going to bid against ourselves. Uh, let's see here. And so I think the White Sox probably have a lower, you know, lower bid in the Phillies saying, you know what, we, th- we think you'd like to be the face of our franchise here, uh, great city in Chicago, and, and see what happens. Uh, you know, I, I think teams across the board, you know, nobody thinks that Harper Machado will get the kind of money that they were, that they were seeking. I, I, I get the sense that Harper will. I'm starting to get a whole lot of doubts that Machado will. All right, Bob. Uh, last question, and and you know, obviously, um, this is just your your opinion. Obviously, not reporting or anything, but if you here sitting here on January the tenth, heading up to this meeting on Saturday, if I ask you where does Bryce Harper end up, where does Manny Machado end up, what would you say? I'm going to stick with the Phillies uh, with Machado. I'm not crazy Phillies with Harper. That's, That's what I'm talking Harper. about, Bob. That's what I'm talking about, the, Bob. Uh, I just think it's more, uh, you know, more probable than ever before. You know, particularly that, you know, that the big boys aren't involved, the Cubs aren't involved, the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers would probably be his first choice because he lives in Vegas and spring training in Arizona and everything else. But I, yeah, I, I still got Bryce Harper going to the Phillies, and I had Manny Machado going to the Yankees. I'm going to switch now. I'm, I'm going to have Machado with the White Sox. I think he may fall in the laps. And let's be honest, the White Sox are, ru- are really rooting for. Uh, Harper to go to the Phillies. Yeah, I'll bet. I mean, the Phillies, they got the whole the family reunion out there, right? Yeah, Bob, is there anyone else they can bring in from the Machado family Does tree? Does Machado's wife play baseball? Can <laughs> she hop on uh, the White Sox lineup there? I uh, know. I was really surprised by the first one, just a brother-in-law. Yeah. He's, he's a nice player. And those guys are best of friends. They're not just friends, best of friends. John Jay makes sense. He's a nice, nice player, nice uh, extra outfielder. But, yeah, it's funny and and they admit to it too. I mean, they they, yeah. they know that was a factor that you're bringing all of his friends and who doesn't want to play with your buddies? Thanksgiving yeah, in Chicago, right? Yeah, it's, it's a hey, I'll give him points for being creative, right? I mean, it's an it's an interesting thought. I don't know if I would. Uh, it, it depends on the money, right? You know, fifty million dollars or extra or going to play with my buddies. I'm, 
probably taking the fifty million, but maybe it doesn't come down to that. Uh, Bob. Yeah, and, and uh, in fact, you know, those guys don't. You know, those guys are being around for one year. <laughs> yeah, it's another great point. Yeah, it's another great point. Yeah, Bob, thank you so much. Everyone, follow his work, uh, USA Today, and uh, uh, on Twitter at B Nightingale. Uh, I know that I have been constantly refreshing Bob's Twitter feed, just waiting for him to break my news for me. So, Bob, uh, let us know, man. We're wait- we're waiting for it, and uh, hopefully, you'll be the one to get it. But Regardless, um, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us today. Sure, my pleasure, and uh, yeah, good luck. It should be uh, should be a fun weekend to see what happens in Vegas. He's coming to Philly, Jack. It's happening. Bob Nightingale not wavering, not wavering. He uh, for as much as the the High Hopes podcast has never wavered, Bob Nightingale has never wavered less, and he might. Does never waver less even make sense? And he no, no, it's the same. But it's redundant. But he might <laughs> he might have more inside information than mm, us. I've been a pretty good deal leaf reader close. this whole time. Close. But yeah, no, Bob is the the reason why I wanted to bring on Bob more than other guys is because Bob is the Boris guy. Yep. All throughout the industry, everyone knows that he is the guy that links Boris guys to teams. He linked JD Martinez. He's linked guys for years. Like this is just what he does. And I still continue to believe that the, the national stuff is smoke. I understand they could theoretically make it happen money-wise, but I don't care. Like they, I think it would be organizational malpractice to pay fifty percent of the luxury tax and, and and not pay anything. I would rather have Rondon than I would Harper if I'm them, because you have Juan Soto. You have from from an uh, organizational flaw. I mean, I wouldn't, but well, I know have, I know what you're saying. Rendon's a Rendon's a bi- fits a bigger need for them. Yes, but I would still take Bryce Harper. But I know what you're saying. Right, but I, I'm just talking like. For us, it's obviously different. Right. For us, Harper is like a face of a franchise guy. For them, right. like they... Juan they, Soto, they have Victor Robles, who hasn't even stepped on a major league field. And Victor yeah. Robles was a better prospect. It was Juan a better, pro- uh, significantly better. I mean, Victor Robles was a top five prospect in all baseball. Yeah. So and I traded him. And, yeah. um, I traded for Aaron Nola in my fantasy Wow, league, that was so a great trade. That's a win by me. That was a anyway, great trade. Um, so they have Robles, they have Soto, they have Adam Eaton, they have a bunch of outfielders in the minor leagues. Like... You don't need Bryce. Nah. You don't need Bryce. Nah. I I just think it would be dumb. I think it would be. I feel like they're being used to help make Bryce more money. You know, like their teams do do that. Teams, of course they do. We every year we see it. Te- teams like are loyal to their guys to a, to a fault and be like, hey, we'll help you get more money. And I don't know if they do that for a division rival. But if it's like fifty million more dollars, like it just it just doesn't make any sense. The Nationals thing because they just today they reached a two hundred million dollar threshold. Mm-hmm. Like they are at it already. The Adam Bryce Harper, they're way like they're over it. Yeah, way, way, way over it. And and like Bob said, look, they might not care. I think they do. And the Nationals have not been an organization to say, F it, we don't care. That has not been their mentality always. So um I, I think look, I'm with you, Jack. I, I think I think Bryce Harper's gonna be a Philly. I really do. I don't know if it happened Saturday or not. It seemed like Bob didn't think it would happen on Saturday, but I, I think that Bryce Harper is going to be a Philly. I really do. Let's we'll get back to Harper. Let's dive into some of this Machado stuff too, because we've talked a lot of Harper so far, and there's been a lot of Machado info out there. Uh, John Heyman, who you know, not my fave, but uh, comes out and says he doesn't think the Yankees have even, uh, or he can't confirm the Yankees haven't made an offer. But there's a chance the Yankees might not have made an offer even to Machado. It seems like the Yankees are not nearly as motivated as the Phillies and the White Sox are. Um, obviously, we talk with Bob about the whole. 
you know, family thing the White Sox are doing. Yeah. It's creative. Uh, it's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> it's ad- um, like, he's got, like, they're going to be there for a year. And then, and then John Jay and his fourth outfielder type is just going to leave. And it's going to be... Like, you're going to sign John Jay to a lifetime contract to get Manny Machado? Hey, whatever it takes, Is Yonder, Al- Yonder Alonzo going to be your DH forever? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bad around? fit, too, even for Yonder Alonzo. Um, what do you think about the Machado thing? Were, were you kind of... How are you reading these tea leaves? You ju- you just hyped up what a great tea leaf reader you are. So how are you reading these tea leaves? Um, I do. I think he's going to be a White Sox be- or a White Sox, I guess, because I just I don't think the Phillies want to do it. I don't think they want to sign both because I do think they do have their eye on a South Jersey native. Um, that I like. I know that's like for some reason saying I think Mike Trout's going to be a Philly is like, well, do you even know what you're talking about in relation to the Phillies? I just think that they have. Uh, an eye on them. I don't know if they want to tie up the books with two $200-plus million contracts. I think they should. Like, I think if I'm the Phillies and you can get Manny Machado for $250 million, Oh, my God. Like, what a steal. It, it, it's a bargain. First off, first off, Bryce Harper for $350 million is, is a, a steal, too. Is a bargain. Yes. And so would Manny Machado at 250 So I think if you get the chance to get both of those guys, just freaking do it, man. I'm with you, man. I'm like, let's put it this way. And I was told that I was crazy when I said this yesterday by three people who work at WIP. I will not throw them under the bus. But I oh, said okay. I said it. Well, one of them was obviously Turtle. Well, um, <laughs> I said that I think it is more likely that the Eagles get both, or excuse me, that the Phillies get both of these guys than neither. Would you agree with that statement? I would agree with that statement. Yeah, I think so too. They said that was asinine. They well, thought it was crazy. Well, once again, once again, where's I guess I guess people think Bryce Harper can go back to the Nationals, maybe, and I guess Machado could be a White Sox, but like, I think both would. Well, I think Harper would probably rather go back to Washington, but that's just because he he's feeling nostalgic. I think once he came here, he would love it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Manny Machado wants to go to Chicago. Like the White Sox are horrible. Like we were, I was talking to a guy from the that that covers Chicago sports or whatever, and he was like. The White Sox are irrelevant. No well, they cares. are. No they are irrelevant. The They're irrelevant in Chicago. I will say, uh, I think that Rick Hahn's a good GM. They've done a nice job of restock. They've got some young talent. Like they have guys coming up. Kopech, you know. I think, um, I think they've got guys who who can have a future. I like Yon Moncada oh, still. I'm still in on him. Eloy. Yeah, um, Eloy Jimenez, a top two prospect in all Louis baseball. Ro- uh, was it Luis Robert? They got some talent coming I up. Love so him. I could understand. I could understand it from a baseball perspective, from a a wanting to be a, a someone who matters in a city perspective. I can't see it because yeah. I'm with you. No one cares about the White Sox in Chicago. They just don't. I know it's like seventy thirty probably in relation to Cubs White Sox. I was gonna say it's like eighty five fifteen. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but I, here's the thing: there are White Sox fans. I'm not saying that there's no one who roots for the team, but they are absolutely the second. Well, class Obama citizen. was a White Sox fan. Sure. Um, so, great, great point. They have one notable fan. Uh, here's the thing: is that if I'm if I'm the Phillies, right, and I have a chance to draft to to sign two 26 year old future Hall of Famers, generational talent, generational talents for both would be bargains. I mean, 250 million for I think I think I think he signs for 250 million. Machado, you're talking about, right? Why wouldn't he just do that here? And if you're the Phillies, why wouldn't you do that? I understand there's the the allure of Trout, but you can't you can't plan for two years down the road. And in, 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 what if he signs a contract extension this offseason and he don't take the chance of getting Machado? Absolutely, you. Ha- I mean, you. Ha- I agree with you. And, there, and there's and here's the thing: is that their starting staff 
in in a couple of years. They, the the Phillies minor league system is so loaded with pitching prospects. They might not have to go and buy a legitimate starter or because they might have it in house. Like Nola's going to get paid thirty plus million dollars a year eventually, right? Um, you hope Pavetta takes a leap, but then you have guys like Sixto, Spencer Howard, and Dos Medina. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you can just keep them got keep all those guys in house and not have to go spend big money on a pitcher and allocate all your resources on buying bats. Like that's what that's what I would do. I I just don't. Th- this opportunity only comes up. Well, I, never. never. It's it's, it's never, never came happened. Yes. It never came up where a team had so little money on their books. But they can spend so much money. And again, we've said this before, but it, it has to be repeated. There have never been free agents like this in the history of baseball. Guys, besides A-Rod. Besides A-Rod. And even then, A-Rod was a little bit older, I think, when he signed with Texas. I could be wrong. He might have been this young. But other than A-Rod, and that's why, to this point, he has he was $252 million in 2001. A-Rod is, the, other than A-Rod, it never, ever, ever happens where guys are this accomplished. And even then, A-Rod at 26 wasn't as accomplished as Bryce Harper was at 26. Dude, A-Rod was 25. He was 25. <laughs> wow. But either way, A-Rod at that age not as accomplished as Bryce Harper was. Just a fact in terms of numbers. Harper came up younger. A-Rod, they're similar, though. If you want to look at one guy, there's been one guy in the well, history of baseball I mean, who's been in, a similar type of free agent as these guys. Well, A-Rod's... No, A-Rod was way better. A-Rod by that point was ridiculous. I mean, he had he had two 50 home run seasons. By the time he was 25? No, he had a 52 and a couple of 40s. Dude, but hold on. Dude, dude, all right, but A Rod in his—that's insane. Right. I didn't. I, I didn't realize it was that. A Rod in, in his first five full seasons batted three fifteen with a three eighty four OBP, uh, two hundred and thirty six homers, averaged forty a year. Wow. I think you're underrated. I'm underrating you how underrated. good A Rod was by twenty five. Yeah. I take it back. A Rod, regardless, A Rod, A Rod is the only free agent in the history of baseball who's been right. this young with that much accomplishment and that type of future who goes on the market. It doesn't happen. No, I agree. So. Damn, that is insane, yeah, by the way. Oh, my God, no wonder. I don't think you need to focus on the rest of this podcast. No, I'm like floored. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's absurdity. And played shortstop really well at the time. Yeah, so it's absurd. I uh, I just think that they have to they have to take advantage of this opportunity. And even if Trout becomes available, you can you can move a Machado contract. Yeah. You can move a Har- Harper contract. Like if you, if you We need- just saw Giancarlo Stanton get traded. Yeah. And then on top of well, that, and they're actually good and bargains rather than an overpaid right, just, fraud right. who can't hit a fat, well, who can't hit a slider. It. Also, though, on top of that, like they're going to be opt outs in these contracts. Like, oh yeah, no matter what, like this is not going to be just ten year. Like these guys are pr- one of one of the two. If you sign them both ten year, whatever two fifty three hundred million dollar contracts, one of the two is going to opt out. All right, can we go in? <laughs> can we go inside the meeting on Saturday for like five seconds? Yeah, I just please. thought of this. Like, do you think there comes a time where like how I envision it going down? Is like Middleton sitting in the corner. Well, not sitting in the corner. Sitting at the edge of the table. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of not saying much. And they're letting McPhail and Clentac try to negotiate. And then the way I envision it is Middleton just being like, 350, I don't care. Just yeah. do it. Like, this just goes like a rational. Like, he doesn't say anything the whole meeting. And then just comes in and like, just get it done. 350. Sign the contract, Bryce. Yeah, I, I don't see Middleton sitting idly by in that I, meeting. I, I... I don't know if it'll play exactly like that, but I agree with you. I, I think, I think, and Bob, on, but, could it, but couldn't you see Boris being like, or couldn't you see them trying to play hardball and like, and then Boris is like, oh yeah, and then Middleton just be like, just pay him. No, no, do it's it. Like Teddy KGB, just pay him. Yeah. Pay that man his money. Yeah. Um, it's okay, Teddy KGB. It was not my best. I, I'm not a great Teddy KGB. You got a better Teddy KGB? <clears throat> pay him. Pay that man. No, that was no, bad. See, it was even worse. Pay him. Paid, paid that man his money. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Paid that man his money. 
Oh, that was that, worse. The, for, the one in there was solid. And then I got in my head. Yeah, and then call, you got Call me head. Mark Alfritz. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just pay that man his money, John. I do agree with you in the sense that I think... And look, Bob Bob hit on that. Like, the fact that Middleton's going to this meeting, I can't believe that Jerry Reinsdorf didn't go to that meeting. What I mean, an idiot. They don't want him. I'm sorry. The White Sox are posturing. They do not want to pay the kind of money that it's going to take to get Well, maybe... Although I, I did hear that a part... Jerry Weinsdorf is the cheapest owner in baseball. Okay, but... For a long time, but, other than the but, Marlins now and all that. But, 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 but. What I've heard is that... I read an article. I don't know why I'm saying that. What I've heard, Jack, Jackie sources. <laughs> right, but <laughs> what, I read, what I read is that part of the Comcast deal they signed was you have to start spending money. Ah, okay. So, so well, that would make sense. That's why they're actually probably even interested in these guys. Mm-hmm. No, because, yeah, Reinsdorf is a classic. I'm, <laughs> screw that. Yeah, no, which, I'm not spending money on that guy, which makes no sense. But uh, supposedly Comcast is like forcing them. Or I to... should say the the uh, you know I'm guessing by now it's Jerry Reinsdorf is like a, a weekend at Bernie's and they're just kind of propping him up and bringing him around places and whatnot. Not our owner though. No, our owner is freaking swinging dick going out there being like, "Let's go, baby." Yeah, yeah I uh, I just think Middleton is the linchpin to this whole thing. I agree. Like I, I for the X factor, everything that's coming out right now screams as if the Phillies are just trying to get the best deal possible. And honestly, I don't blame them. Why would I try to pay fifty million dollars? Well, it was more what than you talked to? about. I mean, that was one of your your main points heading into this whole situation was I don't want them to a rod themselves. I don't want them to pay fifty million more than any other team just because. They get put into that position and they're forced to, to believe what they're told. Yeah, and I, I everything that's coming out right now just screams to me that they're trying to get the best deal possible. Like everyone's freaking out that they haven't gone to three hundred million with Manny Machado. It's like if the White Sox are going, you don't have to pay. Why would I? Yeah. I'm not for like. No, here's here's what I want everyone to understand is that no matter what happens, the Phillies are going to get a final offer. It's not or a final. It's not like they're gonna make. Oh, they gave us three hundred. Oh, sorry, guys, we, they gave us three hundred, so we're not even gonna ask you. Right. So no matter what happens, just remember the Phillies are going to get at least a last bid in, or maybe the the a team will or the Phillies will make the offer, and another team will have a, a chance to say no to that. So like everything's coming out right now about the contracts. Like if 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 the White Sox go to two eighty and the Phillies have to go to three hundred, then that's their last bid. Like it's gonna happen just because they haven't just because they haven't come out and be like. All right, just take our three hundred million. Like I don't care. Like, that's just stupid negotiating. Like that just doesn't make any sense. So everyone, just calm down. I'm with you. I I, I totally agree. I don't want them to pay more than they have to. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you it, could be, it could be the difference between getting a, a reliever. Yeah. Twenty million. To, to it's a the, significant amount of money, right, Jack. Right. So like, listen, if they have to pay fifty million dollars more, whatever. I'm just saying right now, I think it's still so early. I know it's crazy to say this, but it's still so early in the actual um, contract offering stage. Like, there's only been one contract offer Which, out there. Which, by the way, can we can we rip baseball for that? Uh, baseball's horrible. It, I mean, this is a thing. I really think they need to fix this. Well, I it's going to be. A, there's going to be a strike. I mean, there's, there's, no, oh, there's yeah. no doubt in my mind there's going to be a strike. Oh, there's going to be a strike. But that, even outside that, just in terms of just with the free agency period. And because, and like, I do agree. There's going to be a strike. And it wouldn't shock me at all if there... Not that there's collusion or whatever, but that owners talk and they're like, all right, no one go above this price. We're not setting this number, whatever. I think that stuff happens. Again, I'm, I'm basically saying they're colluding, but um, I, I'm with you, Jack. This is a real issue for the sport. It takes away excitement. I mean, you think about the NBA, you think about the NFL, like those off seasons matter. And baseball they, used to matter. Base, that's my point. Baseball used to matter. I mean, the NBA offseason, the NBA is a 12-month sport now. And baseball used to be, and it's not. I mean, this is a dead time right now. And the fact that these guys are going so long, even just to, even if it's not a 12-month sport, make it a month where people are excited about baseball free agency and not 
you know, baseball free agency opens, the big guys will sign in three months. Enjoy. Like, it, it's it's a real problem. Yeah, I mean, they're doing everything wrong. <laughs> I mean, they are. Like, they, I, just, I don't understand why they're so anti-entertainment and why they're so anti, like, basketball has shifted everything to make everything. It doesn't as, have to be the same way it's been for 150 years or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be. You can change things. Guess what? Innovate. Be different. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really frustrating because... The intrigue over this off season, this season, off season has been ridiculous. I mean, everyone is consuming all kinds of content because people want to know what's going on. And I guess it's good if they drag it out because it makes our job better. But from the overall standpoint of 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 fan enjoyment, yeah, this is just brutal. Yes, and, and on what's, top what, of that, what sucks is that the middle tier is getting like because my granddaughter signed a one year contract 18, for eighteen million. It's crazy. Like I mean, that guy's that guy's the one of the top five catchers in baseball easily. He should be a he should be a signed a four year sixty million or something like well, that. Like to his well, supposedly had offered it. I don't know if he actually did, but it, it was that's the type of deal that he should be getting though. Yeah. Maybe he chose. Maybe he said I want to make more this year and bet on myself. Whatever. But right, I agree with you. I think there's a real issue there, and um, I mean, regardless, look, let's hope it works out for the Phillies this off season and all that. But I, I think it's a real issue with the way it's it's set up and and interesting. Yeah, and also the point where yes, there's been a lot of content and stuff, but we're at the point where it's been so long that. Like, no one believes anything they read anymore. Like, no one cares. Like, well, I saw that Mark Feinstein report yesterday, and again, very good report, and I was like, whatever. I was like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't believe anything. Yeah, I'm dead to it all. I mean, yeah. it's, it's all posturing. And the, and that's the problem. That's a problem, because then that takes away the actual interest. It, it turns people off to a point. Yeah, it's all the agents, and the agents are leaking stuff and boring. Baseball, and- baseball is run by agents. Yeah. Period. That's crazy. Um, and the thing that stinks the most about this impending work stoppage, it's going to be right after the Phillies get Mike Trout. So yeah, it's gonna be a great point. And that all right. Can you imagine how horrible that would be? It would be it I <laughs> no. I don't even want to talk. It's Jack, we're there's a fun podcast. We're thinking about positivity. I'm gonna pose a fun question to you. Okay. If John Middleton goes out there on Saturday and gets it done, does he become Jack Middleton? Is he cool enough to get the Jack? For me, yes. Yeah. I think he's Jack Middleton after this. First off, first off, all Johns sound better at the name Jack. Obviously. It's just a fact. I mean, Jack's it's just one fact. of the best names possible. And <laughs> and Jack Middleton is a... It's a strong name. That's a that's a freaking alpha name. That's what I'm saying. Jack. Uh, Jack Middleton's here. Look out. Yeah. Be careful. Jack will get you. Absolute alpha. Alpha move. But he's got to sign him. Otherwise, he's John. Yeah. I, I, I do wonder if it's going to happen. A lot of people are speculating it's going to happen on Saturday. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I, again, I'm also at the point where I don't I don't think it's ever going to happen in this. Like anything, no one's ever signing. They're stopping baseball. That's what it feels like. Yeah, so maybe early next week. I, uh, the, the, the first report Look, we, after Last that, time we did a pod, we were like, this is the week for Machado. No, I know. Yeah, well, I actually, It wasn't. I actually Spoiler think, alert, it wasn't. I actually think Harper's going to sign before Machado. I, look, I, I think it would be... I think that makes sense in the sense that I think that Harper is the prized... The, the higher prized asset and thus I think that he will set the market and that's what it will be uh, and I also think that for the Phillies I think Machado is more of a backup plan I, and look they might get both depending on what the, the pricing is and stuff but I think as we've all thought from the beginning that Harper was their number one target and it will affect what they want to offer Machado so the Machado market is is kind of unsure at the moment because Harper's still out there and Harper doesn't have to wait out the Yankees exactly like I think I I the way I'm reading it is that Machado is waiting at the Yankees seeing if they'll ever offer him anything if they don't he'll go to the White Sox or the Phillies will just be like F it we'll, we'll get right. both of you here Harper he really only has two suitors and it's us and the, and the Nationals I still think the Nationals are a paper tiger almost yeah, yeah I just don't fully believe it Um, and with him like the Dodgers no 
Cubs, no, doesn't want to be a White yeah, Sox. I mean, look, Bob Nightingale even said it. Bob Nightingale said it. He said that the, the Dodgers and the Cubs just aren't in. Yep. They've just never been in on this. And neither have the Yankees. So he doesn't have to. Machado is waiting out the, the, the Yankees to get some kind of offer from them. And it's, I mean, that's why they're the Yankees. It's like, dude, they're, they're stop the being so thirsty. Jeez, we <laughs> yeah. get it. You want to be a Yankee. God, I know. I know. thirsty. He should win the, the yeah. Memorial no. Thirsty Award of the Week for wanting to be a Yankee so good. I don't think he should. I think it's still you. Well, I thought it was an award you guys give out. Like, isn't yeah, it a weekly? A, it's a I don't Jam- listen to the podcast. It's, so I don't the, know. it's the James Seltzer Memorial. Right, I'm not saying it should be. I'm saying he should, he win, should win the it. James Seltzer Memorial okay. Thirstiest Award of the Week. No, I just, Chill, I, I don't just, care if you guys. Oh yeah, you seem you seem like you're doing okay, buddy. I don't, uh, I don't listen to the podcast. I don't, really know. I don't know anything about it. So okay, sure. Uh, this is the only podcast I care about. All right, as we both have our Go Birds podcast to do. Yeah, well, it. I care about that too. But <laughs> yeah. um, all right, let me ask you something. So. Let's say they bring in a Harper or Machado. This scenario does not work if they get both of them. It's only one of them. Do you think Do you think then they go crazy and bring in a Keiko, bring in more bullpen pieces, and try to ramp it up? Or do you think that if they don't get these guys, which we don't think they will, do you think they're just going to sit out the rest of free agency? I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're getting at. I, I don't think... I think that if they don't get either, it's a different story. I think that then they try to do some things to kind of make up for it. Hey, look, we got Dallas Keuchel. Hey, AJ Pollock. Hey, look at AJ Pollock. He's good, but I don't think. I think that if they get, I don't think. I think that I think that getting one of those guys has always been part of their plan, and, and I think that they are still executing that plan. My main my main reason for asking this is that I think that if they get Machado or Harper, then I think they. Go and get a Keuchel, and they really and they go get Mustakis. Like I think they go, I think they trade Franco, and they bring in Mustakis if they get Harper. Um, I just think they start going crazier because I think their window to win is expedited. Where if they don't get these guys, do we really want to pay Dallas Keuchel? I mean, do we, no, I agree with you. So I, I, this, is, this all comes I, into see, my. I theory. go the other way. I, I disagree. Really, I think they. I, I think look. Let, let's put it this way. I think that they are looking at that decision independent of the Harper decision right now. Okay. But I know what you're saying. I think it's interesting. I I hope not. I don't want them to go spend money on Dallas Keuchel either way. How about that? Well, here's where where I come down to get Dallas Keuchel thing. Um, uh, I was actually watching him this week. I was was just trying to make sure. I was trying to reconfirm my my Mm -hmm. previous biases. And I came away not as hating him as much. Wow. Just from the sense that he could still, I think he's still good. Like I think Arietta is is done. I think Arietta is. Well, finished. we talked about this. I think Keiko ages better, right? Regardless. So Arietta um, only has one year left, basically. Like this is basically a contract year for him. If you can, if you can get rid of Con- Arietta after this year, and then Keiko becomes your four, theoretically, don't hate it. Like I don't hate that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends on money. Right? All depends on it money. It just depends on money. And Keiko. I just think he, he ages fine Which to I a agree. three five to four ERA. Jack loves Dallas Keuchel. That's a big uh-huh. takeaway. And he'll here. eat a bunch of innings. So there's there's big a, Dallas Keuchel fan over uh-huh. here. Um, um, so yeah, there's the there's the there's the linchpin this whole off season, which is these guys coming. I, I don't know if then they they really because like if you're gonna get Harper Machado, I said this a million times. Like how are you going to next next season with Arietta as your number two and hopefully a Pavetta leap? I agree. Uh, look, I think they're gonna do something yes. else regardless. Yes. Is my point. And the other uh, rumor that came out this week was their continued interest in Mike Mustakis. And the most for as much as for the interest in Mike Mustakis, whatever. Like that's just a report. Mm-hmm. 
they do not care about Michael Franco one bit. Thank you. Like it's crazy. Well done. Phillies. It's just like well done. There he is not even in like their stratosphere. <laughs> like it, the, the fact that there's like doing this like no matter what, they're Franco will not be the third baseman. Yeah, I agree, and that's the way I felt. Uh, Jack, I it, it must be lonely. With no one on Michael Franco. Well, there's anymore. still some. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> Finally, I got off it. But uh, everyone's like, "Well, Mustakas is a, a linear move to Franco." Well, he's not. Like he, he at least has 35 plus homer potential, mm-hmm. and he has like, like, like if you watch Franco last year, and he told me his batting average 270, I would say you're crazy. Like yep. it's, it's the ugliest 270 I've ever seen in my life. Like it's never, it's never consistent. It's always up and down. You just, you can't bank on him. At least with Mustakas. Here you can bank. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. Solid me. defense, and honestly, honestly, if they can sign him to a one-year, two-year deal. It would be a one-year deal. I would bet right. on it. And he can just be a stopgap for Alec Bohm. I think that's the idea. Or Arenado or Rendon. Like if they can, if they can, if Mustakas is a one-year stopgap where he can pop 35 homers for you. Cool. I'm cool with it. Wow. So, I feel like everything I say, you eventually come around to. I just have to do more research. You, you. you yelled at me last year when I suggested going after Mike Mustakas. Well, at that time, I, it was justifiable. <laughs> it was justifiable. All right. It's a different story now. Um, Saturday. We'll uh, we'll be ready to go. Saturday. If ready we're, we're gonna to be, go. I'm going to have my computer and the recording up so that 30 seconds after he signed yeah, with us. I'm not, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm making no plans for Saturday. Yes. It's a wide open day. Well, I don't do that anyway. Fritz. Final thoughts. Final thoughts is I I just I I want a live <laughs> can't camp. Can't even speak. Can't even speak. Oh wait, no, I do have a final final thought. I have two final thoughts. How did you go from none to two? Because I was scrolling through my timeline. <laughs> That's good. I want a live cam on on John Middleton. I want to know what he's doing because I just I just envision him being like F at three fifty. I don't care, mm-hmm. and turns into Jack Middleton overnight. Like I I can't <laughs> I can't get the thought of John Middleton walking out of that meeting like being quiet. Like I John Middleton better get taken out of that meeting in in handcuffs <laughs> <laughs> or something. Like he the way I envision John Middleton like yeah I know people dream like you know, when they fall asleep they dream about like you know ponies and rainbows. I dream Is that what people dream about. I dream about John Middleton meeting <laughs> like with Bryce Harper three years. Olds you're talking about? <laughs> I dream about John Middleton. I do believe that you do. Shepherd. So, and my second thing is that the Phillies hired another driveline baseball guy yesterday for their minor league hitting coach. So excited! Give me all the driveline guys. Me, and my boy Jason Ochart, fan of the show, Jason. Ochart. Yes. Hopefully, we can get Jason on soon. We will. That'll we will make it. that happen. That would be. Um, we're we're effort- efforting some other guests as well. Oh yeah. We're 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 taking this thing to the moon. Yeah. The Hios podcast has officially arrived. And um rate and review the podcast. Rate and review the podcast. Check out uh keep your eyes tuned to the MLB of the show Twitter account for the uh the single most important Twitter account ever. Price Harper. It really is. I'm all in on the MLB of the show podcast. But again, uh rate and review the podcast. It means the world to Jack. It really helps us out. And uh if you like high hopes, why not help us out? Right, Jack? Always forever. All right. Saturday. We'll be all over it. Hopefully, Bryce Harper is a Philly. Either way, we will be back to talk to you all about it again. Thank you to Bob Nightingale for taking some time with us. And uh, John Milton, go become Jack.
Hey Flyers fans, it's Al Morgani here. I want to tell you about my new Flyers podcast, South Philly Sauce, along with Ashlyn Sullivan. We break down the ins and outs of the team while also bringing you the best interviews with players, coaches, and media members. You can hear the new episode every week, twice a week, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts.